It's Tuesday, January 10, 2017. He has viewed the entire world through the lens of what's good for Exxon. Unresolved questions and conflicts of interest for Trump's nominee for Secretary of State. Some thresholds, if we cross them, can't be reversed. Outgoing Secretary of State John Kerry warns MIT students that time is running out to act on climate change. China to invest nearly half a trillion dollars in renewable energy by 2020. Plus, President Obama says global transition away from fossil fuels is now irreversible. Well, there's a little bit of good news then. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. 2016, it was the hottest year ever. Donald Trump won the presidency, and on top of that, the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. I'm pretty sure that's three out of the four horsemen of the apocalypse right there. I'm pretty sure you're right. This is your Green News Report. If Dirty Grandpa wins Best Picture at the Oscars, we done for. Okay, Desi Doyen, I'm not sure what Donald Trump and the Republicans are thinking. I guess if they hold all of these confirmation hearings as quickly as possible, maybe no one will notice that ExxonMobil's CEO is becoming the Secretary of State? (laughs) It certainly does look like it. Donald Trump's nominee for Secretary of State, that's CEO of oil giant ExxonMobil, Rex Tillerson, is scheduled to undergo Senate confirmation hearings starting on Wednesday. While Tillerson has negotiated a nearly $200 million severance package to exit Exxon, major unresolved questions include whether Tillerson's 41 years as an Exxon employee will trigger conflicts of interest with foreign policy, such as the U.S. commitment to the historic International United Nations Paris Agreement to fight climate change, which could curtail Exxon's future profits. In an interview on the broadcast, David Arkish of PublicCitizen.org notes that Exxon is invested in nearly 200 countries and has a half-trillion-dollar oil and gas deal with Russia that has been suspended. He has a lot of foreign policy experience. It's all through the lens of what's good for ExxonMobil, what will profit ExxonMobil. And I don't know if he can tell the difference between what's good for the country and what's good for ExxonMobil. I don't know. If, I don't think we should take the chance. I don't think we should trust him. Also, Democratic senators will have very little time to question Tillerson about Exxon's decades of funding climate science denial propaganda groups and Exxon's own role in suppressing its own scientific research confirming man-made climate change. So the idea is have these hearings as quickly as possible, have them all at the same time with a whole bunch of other people so that the media is not even actually able to report on what is being found out. And so that many senators themselves can't even attend these hearings because a lot of these senators are in multiple committees and they have to be at a different hearing. Meanwhile, outgoing U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry focused on the fossil fuel industry's obstruction of action on climate change in what the U.S. State Department called his final remarks on climate at a speech at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology on Monday. Kerry called on MIT students and research universities in general to do everything in their power to accelerate the shift away from fossil fuels. He warned that the country risks disastrous environmental and economic consequences from extreme weather to rising seas. What we do right now today matters because if we don't go far enough, fast enough, the damage we could inflict could take centuries to undo if 
it can be undone at all. Powerful forces invested in the status quo are working against change. But the fact is that change has already started. We need to find ways to speed it up dramatically because we are in a race against time. Without mentioning Trump or Tillerson by name, Kerry warned that other countries are already eager to invest in and profit from the boom in clean energy. President Obama sounded a similar theme when on Monday he became the first sitting U.S. president to publish a paper in the prestigious scientific research journal Science. Mm. He warned the incoming Trump administration that withdrawing the U.S. from the United Nations Paris Agreement to cut global emissions would not only undermine other nations' trust in America's promises, but also also that the U.S. could lose its seat at the table in holding other nations accountable for their emissions pledges. Obama also wrote that regardless of Trump's policies, the global transition toward renewable energy is irreversible, noting that the U.S. economy grew by 10 percent during his tenure, even as it cut emissions. Finally, China is definitely not waiting for U.S. leadership. The Chinese government has announced it will invest more than $350 billion to expand and deploy renewable energy electricity, more than a quarter of a trillion dollars over the next four years, creating 13 million jobs in renewable energy by 2020. And we're still having pretend debates on whether climate change is a hoax. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs> 